Oh shit. Here we go again. I think I flipped on the whole Taylor Swift thing. I Me think too. I because she's been to now, which Super Bowl will be the thir- 13 games this season, which is more than I've been to in my life. She's been right. obviously she has the money and the, the means to do so, but she's been there in the negative 30 degree game. She's been there. She's she's rode through the media hate storm from all yep. of the guys like us. And she's stuck by Travis's side. And I mean, like, like, how can you not like be romantic about it? You know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, like, the, in a the, sense, the pictures that they had on the field of, you know, I mean, that's just like, a, it's like a, a rom-com or some type of movie, not literally, you know, literally. like, that's what it feels like is like the, the billionaire famous, <laughs> most famous woman in the world, you know, meets the two time Super Bowl legend and they, you know, miraculously fall in love. And then, I mean, it just, it, it's a fitting story for Taylor yeah. Swift, you know yeah. I mean? Watching propose just right there on the field, like I'm telling you. Now if they lose, he's gonna be like, "I gotta put this fucking ring away." Yeah, he's like, "We'll wait till next week. We'll wait till (laughs) next week." All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time once again for your favorite podcast, Real Conversations with Cozy and Murph. I'm one half of this amazing, illustrious show. I'm here with my counterpart, the amazing, the absolutely stunning, the mindful, the kind, J.D. Kozad. Got his rings on. They actually don't even fit anymore <laughs> that's, that's not a good sign man that's a sign i'm getting old ladies and gentlemen it's good to see you good to be back god damn we're down to one football game Mm-mm-mm. sad mm. times it is sad times and i don't know what to exactly to do with myself i, th- I think uh kayla's like Finally, it's over. My weekends aren't consumed by football. Little does she know, <laughs> baseball's right around the corner. Yeah, so, March Madness and March Madness is going to be here. It's a lot. She just doesn't even know the, the sports cycle. Right. Uh, maybe maybe that's one of these episodes we should do is like breaking down the yearly sports cycle. Like February is Super Bowl. March is March Madness. April is spring training. May is MLB Open. And then the NBA Finals. Yeah, NBA Finals into uh, I guess NFL OTAs. preseason. Yeah, preseason. Yep. I yeah, mean, it's just it's whole, yeah, it's just calendar. one continuous. It never ends. And like, <laughs> like if you're a true blue, you know, fan, yeah, year round. I mean, you're just gonna be you're gonna be paying attention to different things yeah. all year round. Like it, it yeah. never ends. So, but football for me is the is the biggest one. It's my favorite. Yes, I love watching it. And I think it's the most interesting discussion. I think it's the more nuanced because there's so many different moving parts out there on a the football field that you know it leaves room for so many different discussions and perspectives from different angles. You know, yeah. Give you a little conversation piece. It was a good weekend for some conversation pieces because we've got a lot yes. of headlines that the media are pushing. You know, the whole uh, Lamar Jackson can't win the big one. Dan Campbell biting too many kneecaps, too aggressive. There's all kinds of narratives that we can 
chase. But yeah. how about we just dive right into this first game? Let's do it. Chiefs Ravens. Patrick Mahomes, pr- fantastic right out the gate, but we said it all season, and you've been, you know, the hugest fan of Spagnola all season. That yep. defense shut it down as soon as Absolutely. it got tight. Yeah, I think I texted you late. It was either late third quarter or early fourth quarter. And I was like, this is a, this is another defensive masterpiece by Spagnola. I mean, if you think about it, he's been part of some of the greatest defenses. Or he's been at the helm of some of the greatest defenses we've ever seen. And he's also yep. beat some of the greatest defenses we've ever seen. So, yeah. He, I mean, to me, he's a bona fide Hall of Famer, first ballot. You know, as soon as his name's on there, he's going in, kind of like Andy Reid and yeah. obviously Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. That whole team is loaded with greatness. Loaded and I hate, you know, I hate to be the guy and to to glaze the Chiefs because I'm not a Kansas City fan. But it's just like, you know, we talk about it every week. I, this is a big discussion in the mainstream sports media. Patriots 2.0. Everybody hated the Patriots for so long. And now Kansas city was cool and fun. Mahomes was fun to watch at the beginning of his career, but now he's been to six straight AFC titles. He's been to what four, four Super Bowls in the last five years, six years, you know? So everybody is, is hating on him. Everybody's uh, uh, wants him to see his downfall. And it doesn't help that you have, you know, the Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift thing. That's another thing that gets people caught up, which, at first, yeah, I was kind of um, apprehensive about it, but I've just as the season gone on, who cares, man? Who cares? She's just a football fan. That's one of the things that I wanted to touch on was, I think I flipped on the whole Taylor Swift thing. Me I think too. I, because she's been to now, which Super Bowl will be the thir- thirteen games this season, which is. More than I've been to in my life. She's been, right. obviously, she has the money and the, the means to do so, but she's been there in the negative 30-degree game. She's been there. She's she's rode through the media hate storm from all yep. of the guys like us, and she's stuck by Travis's side. And, I mean, like, like how can you not, like, be romantic about it? You know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, like, the, in a the, sense. The pictures that they had on the field of, you know, I mean, that's just like a, it's like a, a rom-com or some type of movie, literally, you know, literally. like that's what it feels like is like the, the billionaire famous, <laughs> most famous woman in the world, you know, meets the two time Super Bowl legend and they, you know, miraculously fall in love. And then, I mean, it just, it, it's a fitting story for Taylor yeah. Swift, you know yeah. I mean? It is the perfect and, story. Like I said, at, at the beginning, everybody had their opinion, you know, I mean, me included, you included. But I think now you kind of just got to – she's a supportive girlfriend, man. Look at it. She's the most famous person in the world. She could be anywhere, and she's in the freaking box supporting her man. I mean, come on. How can you hate on it? How can you hate on it? And she's got a – I've seen she's got a uh, concert in Tokyo the yeah. night before the Super Bowl, and I bet you her ass will be on a plane as soon as that concert is over headed to oh, yeah. the Super Bowl. So heading out to I'm Vegas. Gonna, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride – and I hope that they ride off into the sunset. If, if the Chiefs win it, I hope he proposes and it just locks it down as like the most iconic Super Bowl memory. It's like, granted, that'll take away from the football, but it'll be after the game, and it's like all it all just plays perfectly into the the storyline. Yeah, like, he's probably watching. He's, 
watch him propose just right there on the field. Like I'm telling you. Now, if they lose, oh, he's going to be like, i got to put this fucking ring away. Yeah, he's like, oh, we'll, we'll wait till next week. We'll wait till <laughs> yeah. next week. <laughs> a little bit later. Our I don't know, but, tour. I mean, that, I, I don't want that to take up too much football talk, but I figured we'd just address yeah. that early on because I know yeah. everybody, you know, wants to talk about Taylor Swift right now. And yeah. I mean, good on her. You know, I'm glad that, yeah. you know, she's probably made a lot of money. She's made a lot of money. Did you see the stat where it said uh, they've made $330 million off of uh, Taylor Swift? So I'm not even sure. It is what it is, but man, the, the, uh, the way that the Chiefs have won all year. It reminds me of the year, I can't remember what year it was, but the Patriots started off like two and four or something. Yeah. And I remember everybody, they got beat by Tennessee. It was like 42 to 10 or something. And everybody was down on them saying, oh, they're not going to make it this year. And they end up winning the Super Bowl that year. So it reminds me a lot of that Patriots team and just the resiliency and the the malleability or the, they're, they're very malleable, meaning that they can stretch and bend and flex to be whatever team they need to be that, that day to win. You know, yeah. if it's, if it's Patrick Mahomes going off for 300 yards, you know, then so be it. If it's the defense yeah. stepping up in the second half and playing lights out, then that, that's what happens. And it's just all the haters, all the doubters all year. And Patrick Mahomes has done nothing but show up in big moments time and time again. Travis Kelsey, you know, has a heck of a resurgence in the in the playoffs. I mean, that yeah. uh, that one catch that he had, uh, oh, I think yeah. Mahomes was pressing the line, and he was kind of fading to the left, and he kind of just pokes it over, and uh, Kelsey dives and catches it. That was an amazing play. And I don't know what had gotten into to Kelsey, but he's been on fire the last couple games. He got he got it in. That's what happened. <laughs> maybe maybe so. <laughs> he, maybe so. He went. He got into Taylor Swift's box. Yeah, that's a play that's, on words. That's that's probably what it was. But good on them. Uh, <laughs> Chiefs defense show up. Uh, talking about the Ravens though. Yeah, man. That's the I don't thing. think it's as much on Lamar as everybody wants to think no. because. You look at the stats, they only ran the ball 11 times. And six to, their, to the running back. Yeah, six times to the running back. And they were the, they were the leading uh, rushing team in, in the regular season. It's like, how do you totally abandon what has made you great all year? Like, I get it. You're playing, you're playing the Chiefs and Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, and you don't want to have to play catch up. And so you might feel pressure to just abandon the run and throw it downfield. But you have to stick with what makes yeah. with your identity as a team. And to yeah. just totally throw the run game out the window so early on was a huge mistake. I think it's a lot on the offensive coordinator. I think the defense, obviously the defense played well enough to win. You hold a team to 17 points, you expect to win that game. Yeah. You know, and uh, I mean, Lamar did not, uh, you know, I like Lamar. I think he yeah. has the potential. I think he could win the Super Bowl one day. Yeah. But in big spots, he kind of does choke. He's guy, it seems yeah. like whenever whenever they need him to make a big throw, it, it's always an overthrow or a throw yeah. in a triple coverage or, you know, scrambling around in the backfield and not looking downfield. I don't know what it is, but he just not he did not play great. Let's yeah. just put it that way. There was definitely some kind of change in the game plan. 
because early on, I mean, the first drive, they, you know, they got stuffed a couple times, but they did try running the ball. And it was just like the the Chiefs take it down the field, score, and it was almost a panic button, it seemed. Yeah. On their well, I mean, behalf. Ravens, the Ravens, you know, responded. They responded, yeah. and it was 7 7. And then, um, yeah, it was just like they kind of forgot who they were and they just wanted to yeah. play. They wanted to play Kansas City to yeah. Kansas City's way, yeah. you know, like yeah. we want to, we want to win in a shootout. I mean, really yeah. it was a defensive struggle the whole, the whole yeah. time. So it's really baffling, you know, the way that game went. I think we all, we all were expecting the Ravens to win. They had been the best team in the league all year, but it's, it's hard to beat greatness, man. When you have the, the ensemble of, of greatness that, that Kansas City has, it's just really, really tough to get over the hump on them. So yeah. If you think about it, know. Kansas City on the road beat Josh Allen, beat Lamar. You know, now is going up against the best team in the NFC. And if they win, this could be the, one of the greatest runs in recent memory. Yeah. Beat the Dolphins in negative thirty degree weather. Yeah, and they put on. They put on a. You gotta. You have to tip your hats. I know we did last week, but it's just absolutely impressive what. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, that defense, Spagnola. I mean, this is this is what makes a dynasty is guys yeah. that show up every year. At this point now, you can write it off every season that the Chiefs – it doesn't matter that, that Harbaugh is going to the Chargers. Like, you can write up that the Chiefs will make the playoffs and they will make some noise. And at this point, yeah. you might as well lock them in for the fucking AFC championship game and it could come down to dice at that point. Right, and these it have goes, been hard fought wins too. Absolutely, I mean, yeah. Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, like you know, one score games. These are really tough. And that's the that's the scary th- the scariest thing about it is it's not like they're blowing teams out. They're yep. they're just doing what they have to to win, and that's yep. what great teams do. They don't yep. worry about so much about the score or how how the box score is going to look. It's about yep. converting on third down. It's about taking care of the football. It's about taking care of your assignment, playing good yeah. defense, keeping the ball in front of you. You know, it's the little things that add up. And yeah. so, like I said, we're, they've, it seems like they've morphed every year, year to year. And this year, they're just a defensive, hard-nosed, you know, kind of rely on the run to set the pass up type of team. Yep. I respect it. Good for the Chiefs. Ravens, I, I think it came down to the fact that they're – there was a lot of trust in their playmakers. Their playmakers let them down. Zay Flowers. Isaiah likely got cocky with his his ability to catch the lead ball. I think that was something the Chiefs watched on defense. It's like you see him throw his hand up. You know Lamar is going to throw the ball up. I think. Uh, yeah. Well, that was just they, a terrible, terrible throw. Because, man, if you if, imagine if you just throw it away or you even even just like take off and get a just gain a couple yards. You're still in field goal range. Yeah. All you need is a field goal there and then your defense can can hopefully force a three and out and you have a ball with, you know, three and a half, two and a half minutes left to try to yeah. score. And yeah. you know, the and Zay Flowers playing good. The, yeah, they had been playing great the whole game. Like yeah. I said, they played well enough to win. But then you have the whole Zay Flowers taunting penalty that really hurt. And to be honest with you, I think this is, you know, a consist a consensus among most of NFL Twitter. Uh let them 
Let them talk. Who cares? They're but, fucking grown ass men. Exactly. You know? They can't the handle peak, a little peak athletes. If they can't handle a little after the play, you know, yeah. or just getting up in somebody's face, then they're a baby, you know. Yeah. But that's neither here nor, here nor there. I think the competition committee will probably address that some yeah. way, somehow, in the off season, and. And let me ask you this. This is a little bit of a sidebar here, but what do you, what's your thoughts on the rule that if the offense fumbles the ball out of the other team's defense, that it's a touchback and the opposing team gets the ball? I like that rule. I like, I that like rule. it because I think it puts emphasis on if you're there, one, don't reach. Yeah. Don't reach. And two, you, this is the most prized possession on the field. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, these are two enemy bases. And if you're trying to get the the bomb into the base to blow up their base and you drop the bomb and they they now have it in their possession, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, right. it's yours now, you know what I'm saying? It's like you drop the bomb in there, yeah. going into their base. I'll, I like the rule because it's one of the only rules in modern football that benefits the defense. Yeah. And... I think you can't change it because that's such a momentum, you know, shift. Reward yeah. the defense for forcing a fumble at the goal line, you know? That punch was insane, too, yeah. by LeJarius Need. Oh, my God. He's, yeah, Bob, punch that, that punch. The it's, like, uh, it's, old, it's like old Pat Mahomes Sr. said. He said, playmakers make plays. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. Yo, he's a gangster, hey, bro. Hey, how did, how does he how is he like that? And then Patrick Mahomes sounds like fucking Kermit the Frog. I don't I get don't it. Good game. Um, everybody played a really good game. Did, everybody did their part. <laughs> sound like a fucking pirate. <laughs> it's funny though, because like his dad is like so he seems like such a hood hood yeah, guy, like you games. know, like playmakers yeah. make plays. Yeah, but. and then they asked him about how do you feel about being up in the box with the Kelsey family, and so he's like, "I hope not." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, he's he just wants to watch the ball game. He don't care yeah. about all that shit. He don't care about all that nation shit. Oh, but that's funny. Uh, yeah, but Chiefs Chiefs winning once again, going to the Super yeah. Bowl for fourth time in five years or whatever it is, all four times in six Chiefs years. Kingdom. Jeez, Ravens. All right. Ravens will be back. Good for them. Well, I Good hope for so. Chiefs. I hope so. They, they just can't fall, fall apart once things start getting kind of hairy. You know, they have to stick to their guns. Uh, speaking of sticking to your guns, let's talk about this Detroit-San Francisco game. Um, <laughs> one of – one of this is going to haunt Detroit for a long, long, long time because the San Francisco are the type of team this year that – if you have a 17-point lead, you have to protect that lead with with everything you have because they are good enough. All it takes is a few plays, and, they, and they're right back in the game. And we we literally watched it in real time. I think, yeah. you know, I mean, they played a great second or a great first half. Detroit did. They 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 did a great job of keeping uh, Brock Purdy and that offense in check and um, putting up a lot of points. And and like yeah. what was confusing to me is that they had a chance there at the end of the half. It was like fourth and goal with very little time left, and they chose to take the points. They chose to kick a field goal. Yep. And it's like, okay, I think we even talked about it. I was like, that's a yeah. good decision. That's a great, great decision because you're yeah. going to need those points. And then the second half, you know, 
They do what they do. They have that fourth and two on like the 28 or 30 yard line and they decide to go for it and dude, the receiver drops it and then all hell breaks loose. And it was just like a total avalanche from that point on in the game. It was just like everything fell into place for the Niners to to come back and, and take the victory. Yeah. And so I think the real discussion here is Dan Campbell. That's what most people, um, you know, I feel like want to talk about in this game is Dan Campbell's decision-making and also like the analytics behind it, you know, and um, also let's give San Francisco credit. They made the plays. Yeah. They made the plays they when they had, had to. to. Yeah. And like I said, they're a great team. You can't, you can't give them any space. There's yeah. no margin for error, especially if you have a lead. Yeah. I think this was more a Detroit Lions failure than it was a 49ers success. I, I can I agree with the, that. The 49ers were supposed to do this, right? The Lions were not supposed to be in the position that they were in. That kind of lead going, you know, going into halftime, and you know, there's a there's a mentality thing in sports, and that always comes up when we have our conversations. It's, you know, the mental side of sports is a big thing, and being the Detroit Lions, you have, you know, for the past thirty years been the absolute joke of the NFL. You know, now you're at, you're you're one halftime away from the sports pinnacle in a, in the United States, right? And the, right. And the probably in not I guess FIFA, but like you know the biggest stage, a Super Bowl. Right. And one thing goes wrong, and you can just you could feel the air get sucked out of the room. It was like this is it was like a. You know, when your buddy you're playing video games with finally starts doing good and then one thing falls out of place. Like he takes one wrong step, you know, he shoots one stray arrow and then the whole thing falls apart. He's back to being the, the worst player on the field. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you kind of watch them. They're like, it was almost like a, a little kid when he's doing something really good and he's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not supposed to be smart yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. I don't know how to be smart. But they- they caught themselves in a position that they were not expecting, you know? Yeah. And I think, you know, Dan Campbell for all, you know, the negative stuff, all the positive stuff, he still is a young head football coach. I mean, yeah. what he's, this is, this was his third year, I think. Yeah. And so he's still learning, you know, and yeah. I get, you know, the, the argument that, you know, you can't change your philosophy the reason why they were even in that position in the first place, because they had been ultra aggressive all season. I understand that, but also there is some nuance to the game. When a situation arises, you have to, you have to, like I was talking about earlier, you have to be malleable. You have to flex and bend. And sometimes it's not selling out your philosophy. It's just protecting the lead. If you, they were down four, they were up 14 on that fourth and two. And granted, also, I understand the point that their kicker's not automatic. You know, I get it. There's no guarantee you're going to get hit that field goal. But I think you have to take the chance on the points, make it a three-possession game again. That Because what it it all came down to one possession. You know, they lost by three points. It came down to one possession. So... I think you you gotta you gotta just use your head a little bit there, man. Like, did you not learn anything from the Dallas game? 
And what made it even worse for me is they had a chance to tie it up. They were down 24-27. They had a chance to, again, kick a field goal, try to tie it up, get points. And they go for it once again and don't get it. And it's like after that, you're done. You're absolutely done. There's no way unless it's unless the 49ers just fumble the ball, fumble, you know, yeah, literally. which is probably not going to happen. Yeah. But man, I just think, you know, this one was on Dan Campbell a lot. It was on, obviously it was on the receivers too. Josh Reynolds yeah. played terrible, terrible, yep. had a terrible game. Um, I think golf played well. I think golf played yep. well. I think Laporta played very well. I think Sam or uh, I'm Gibbs on St. Raw. Well. Gibbs played a hell of a game, played his ass yep. off. David Montgomery played his ass off. So, man, it was just it was just so disheartening to see a team literally crumble like that. And if I'm being 100% honest, I was having PTSD flashbacks to the Super Bowl, <laughs> Atlanta Super Bowl. Yeah. I really was. I was like, it's, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm watching this. Yeah. It's very similar. It's like eerily – uncanny similar i just i felt like i felt tied to the lions because i can't help but you know really be there for the underdog and they you know you see them get out to that league and i'm like holy shit they're really gonna fucking do this they're gonna ride this thing all the way super yeah. bowl and then you just see everything start the collapsing. You're like it was just i feel bad for them i know you know congratulations like you made it this is a immaculate turnaround the lions don't do this you know be still walk out of there with your head proud i understand what dan campbell was saying after the game like this may be our only chance but i believe that he's saying that so these guys come in with a a new attitude and say you know we, we can't just rely on what we did this last year we have to improve we have to you know, grow. We have to come together even better to take that next step, that next leap. You know, leave leave no question. Leave no question. Don't be so good that the teams like the 49ers and the Chiefs can't even hang with you. I know yeah. they've got a lot of free agencies, free agents leaving, but I think what they did and that environment that they created, they've now made Detroit a likable market. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People want to play for teams that are countrywide likable. There's not anybody out there that's like, Oh, I fucking hate the Lions. You know what I'm saying? Even teams yeah. in their own conference or division are like, you know what? It would be cool. We'll, we'll root for them. Yeah, it'd be yeah, all right. I'll be, I'll be cool. They're the with only that. team you know in the modern era to have never made it to a Super Bowl. That's that's incredible. That's extra depressing because they've been around since like the 50s. Yeah. But um, I think, uh, and this is kind of a side tangent, but huge news coming down today. Their offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, who is a number one head coaching candidate, decides that he's going to stay with the team for another year and um, run it back. And I think that's that's huge. I think, you know, unfinished business, I guess, would be the motto for next year. And if you look at the trajectory of the the brand new Lions, you know, really bad at the start. Kind of good, you know. Last year they put they put uh, they spoiled the season for Green Bay, take him out of the playoffs, and then this year had a breakout year. Uh, had their ups and downs, but man, played very well in the playoffs, very well, well enough yep. to make it to the Super Bowl. So, you know, if that trend continues, it wouldn't surprise me to see him right back in the NFC Championship yep. next year. However, yep. it is like Dan Campbell said, it is very very hard to get back there. Yep. No matter how Only, good you are, it is 
the hardest sport in the world to make it to the championship. You get one game. You one get shot. One yeah. game, one shot. You know what I'm saying? So I still just want to give them hats off. I think uh, side Absolutely. notes, too, we need to talk. You know, 49ers, like I said earlier, it was more of a Lions collapse, but they did make the right plays at the right time. Brandon, Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk made a yeah. absolutely amazing, incredible play. Had a, had a Pur- touchdown catch also. Purdy looked good. Purdy did it did his thing. I think Purdy he's looked, shutting up the critics. Purdy looked good in the second half. The first half yeah. he did not look he didn't look very good at all. Yeah. But but tail two halves. Yeah. That's what but good players do. They they learn from him and make adjustments and yep. go out and do what they're supposed to do. And he did exactly that. He's like, okay, I'm not getting the rock off passing the ball. So I'm going to start moving around moving around on my feet yeah. a little bit. I guarantee you, I guarantee you Kansas City plays spy against him. Oh, at least, yeah. at least oh, a little yeah. bit. At least a little they're bit. They're going to make him throw the ball. I think also hats off Christian McCaffrey. Dude is – Yes, the best to, football player yes, in the fucking yes, NFL. I mean, it's yes. it's without a doubt at this point. He is generational Hall of Fame type player. I mean, that guy is unlike anybody else. And every time I watch him run the ball, I'm like, how the fuck does he do? He's like, he's, he's just like, he's like one of, he's like a new school back with the old school mentality of yeah. keep the legs turning get as many yards, fight for every single yard, you know, and just, just hard nosed football player, man. Like you can tell he grew up in a football family, man. Just, Oh yeah. Everything about him. He does everything the right way. Like he hardly ever makes any mistakes and he's, he's consistently the best player on the field. Every time the 49ers offense is out there. Yep. Yep. 49ers defense showed up huge in the second half too. I think that's something to the, tip their hats off too. They yes. definitely were a letdown. But hey, adjustments, big adjustments, big big players, big teams. They make uh they make the right plays, they make the right calls. Also, um hats off to my boy Kyle Shanahan. Uh yeah. third, third this is his third Super Bowl. One as an offensive coordinator, one as a head coach. This is his second as a head coach. So yes, uh, I think I think all of America would prefer that the 49ers win just because of the recency bias against Kansas City. But uh, if I'm being honest, and I guess we can just move on into our Super yeah, Bowl preview, preview. I'm taking Kansas City. I can't. Yeah. I can't bet against Mahomes no more. I can't, I can't do it. I did it the whole I playoffs. I did it the whole playoffs. I can't do it no more. Yeah. And it's just my luck that I'll take. I'll take Chiefs minus two and a half, and then they end up getting beat. But yeah. if if that's the way it crumbles, that's the way it crumbles. But I'm taking Kansas City as much as I like what the 49ers have going on and Kyle Shanahan and McCaffrey and Purdy and Trent Williams and all their fucking great players. Yeah. You gotta you gotta bet on the you gotta bet on the generational talent of Mahomes. That is yeah. the difference. Yeah. There's definitely an argument for both sides, but I think what it comes down to is there is a separation level in coaching yes Shanahan is a genius right he can probably go toe-to-toe offensively with a guy like Andy Reid but I think the separator is that Kansas City defense as good as the 49ers pass rushers are and linebackers I think their secondary is a bit questionable I think they let guys get open yeah I think if anybody can hit those in routes out routes 
spots over the – I mean, Mahomes is going to be the guy that does it, you know, obviously. Yeah. And it's tough to – it's tough to completely make an argument. I think McCaffrey will have a big day. I think – I think it could be a shootout in the sense that, you know, early there's a lot of points. But when it comes to the nitty-gritty, the nut-grabbing time, it's going to be Chiefs locked down, shut the, yeah. shut the door. It's going to be – what I love about Spagnuolo's defense is they don't hide – they don't – I mean, yes, they have some disguises. They have some yeah. disguises in their coverage. But for the most part, it's pin your ears back and get after the quarterback yeah. and – uh, we're gonna play one on one on the outside, and if you beat us, you beat us. But we're gonna we're gonna make your quarterback. We're gonna speed him up, and I think Purdy. Yeah. I think Purdy is gonna struggle with that because he just hasn't been doing it long enough to me. To me, he yeah. you know I mean that's what is kind of great about Patrick Mahomes is he picks up the pressure, like yep. he get he he and that's what was great about Peyton Manning. That's what's great about Aaron Rodgers. That's what's great about. No, Tom Brady is they were so good at figuring out where the pressure's coming from and throwing to that spot. I mean, I know I sent you uh, that what's that guy's name on YouTube? JT O'Sullivan or whatever, yeah. the quarterback school. That's yeah. a, that's what he preaches all the time. You replace yeah. you somebody comes from that area, you fucking throw it right there. Fill the hole. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And I don't know. I, I think it'll be a good game. I do, but I see it going a lot like the Chiefs Ravens game, maybe yeah. some points scored early, but then the defenses lock in, and it's going to be yeah. very, very, um, I guess, ball control football. I guess you could say. Yeah. I think so too. And Pacheco, man, he's a hard runner. Yeah, I we think, saw I what think... uh, we saw what Gibbs was able to do, and I yeah. think uh, Pacheco, I think Pacheco will have. A, I would look to, for him to have a big game. Big game. I think he'll do a lot of ball control. He doesn't turn the ball over. He runs hard. I think he'll be the guy that, you know, keeps the chains moving for him. They'll be dink, dunk, Pacheco, run us into a first down. and just Edwards Hilaire. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to make a lot of moves. It's going to be a, a one of them games that if you're uh, into the football mastermind, the chess match of it, yeah. you're going to be watching a lot of the moves that are made because this is two of the best chess players in football going at it coaching-wise and then – some of the best offensive dueling, defensive dueling schematics. I mean, you're you're really watching intense football. Yeah, I think uh, I think we got to mention Steve Wilkes too. That's yeah. the defensive coordinator for San Francisco. Um, they've had their ups and downs, but for the most part, they've been a really solid defense. Their front seven yeah. is really good. Um, the only thing, the only question I have about that is like Chase Young. Man, he played very bad, very bad. He was lazy out there. Uh, they were actually talking about benching him for, for the that. Super Bowl, which would be huge because he's a first-round pick, you know, and they traded yeah. for him midseason. So yeah. I don't know. For some guys, just don't have it, the mentality out there. They yeah. don't. They're not. You know, they they don't have that dog in them. I guess as the kids would yeah. say. But um, I think he got paid, and he's just done. He's yeah. just ready to be done with it. But uh, I like done getting hit. I like watching Fred Warner. I like watching Dre Greenlaw. Yeah. Uh, Traverius Ward, very good. Uh, obviously, Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. Yeah. Yeah, you got Hargraves that came over from Philly. So yeah. they got a very good front seven. Um, my only concern, well, not my only concern, but a big concern for me is Kyle Shanahan's record uh, playing without the lead is very, yeah. very bad. Like, I don't know. I don't remember the exact stat, but it was like 1-32 in 32 or something. That, it was uh, down by 17. Yeah, yeah at some point. Yeah, and yeah. so very – 
questionable. I think he kind of he gets nervous. He gets yeah. nervous whenever he's down. He's used to he's a front runner. He likes playing with yeah. the lead. Which is great when you have when you have somebody like Christian McCaffrey. But yeah. if you're not able to maintain that lead, you know, if it's a back yeah. and forth game, I think that's really where Kansas City is um has has the edge because they've been playing back and forth games all year. That doesn't yeah. phase them. Yeah. I think uh this is also and this is probably a transition. This if Mahomes goes and wins this Super Bowl, this he could retire tomorrow or retire after the game. I'm pretty sure he's the first ballot. No questions asked. Oh, 100% absolutely. Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Yeah. Shut I mean, you down. win. You go, you go to six straight AFC titles. I mean, yeah. and you win what? Four of them. Yeah. That, that right there is insane, man. That's fucking yeah. insane. You don't see that type of thing. Yeah. Even though we had just witnessed it with Brady, you know, Brady went to eight straight, but. Yeah. It's just nuts, and I, I don't, I don't mean to sit here and glaze Patrick Mahomes, yeah. but dude, I mean, you have to appreciate it while it's here. Yeah, I, I made the, it. you know, like let's let's just be real, and be honest. Like, you know, if anybody should hate him, you should hate him because of what happened last year in the Super Bowl, and but it's like me and Tom Brady. Like, I should hate yeah. Tom Brady for what he did to the Falcons, but I have so much admiration for his greatness that I can't. Sit here and honestly say like, oh, I, I fucking hate Brady. Like, yeah. you know, he didn't deserve to win all those titles. Like, no, he was a beast. He was a beast yep. always. Yep. Now, Kayla already heard me go through my whole fuck Kansas City, fuck Patrick Mahomes <laughs> rant. Yeah. That was, that was immediately after they beat the Ravens. And then, yeah. you know, an hour or two later, I was like, you know what? As much as I fucking hate him, good for them. Because if I was, if this was the Eagles, I'd be oh, yeah. on top of the world. You know what I'm I, saying? If this was the Falcons, I'd be, I'd be the ignorant, arrogant, yeah. annoying as fuck. I'd be like, you guys can suck my fucking my homes. Yeah, I'd be so insufferable. Like, it wouldn't even be funny. It'd be unimaginable. But, hey, good for Kansas City fans. Y'all y'all went through some down years. Granted, those years with Alex Smith were fun. And I used to love Alex Smith. He was one of, like, one of my favorite guys. But you... you I just don't know how you. I don't think I don't think Kansas City had been back to the Super Bowl before the Patrick Mahomes. I don't mm -hmm. think they had been back to the Super Bowl since the first Super Bowl. Nope. Is that right? Yep. Because they were in the they were in Super Bowl one against Green yep. Bay, and then I don't think they ever made it back until they made it with they were uh, Patrick for Mahomes. A long time. Kansas yeah. Kansas City so, was. So I mean, it's a, it was a long time coming, and and yep. you don't. You don't see generational talent like Mahomes anymore. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of good young quarterbacks in the league right now, but there's nobody on Mahomes' level. And that's just yeah. being 100% objectively honest. As much as, you know, you'd like to say Josh Allen could compete, you know, or, or Purdy or whoever. Yeah. Now, on the flip side, if Purdy is able to win this game, what does that mean for his <laughs> legacy? Mr. Irrelevant. Last pick of the draft. Mm. Nobody thought he was going to amount to anything, and then he ends up winning the Super Bowl two years in. It would put him in a – one, it would put him into the contract conversation of a superstar quarterback. He would go yeah. into a $300, 350000000 probably 300 I'd say. 
uh, dollar contract. I'm sure he's the type of guy, though, that's like, I'll take a cut as long as we can keep our guys. You know what I'm saying? He seems yeah, like that yeah. kind of guy. Um, but it would put him in the stratosphere of, you know, he's a quarterback that led a season, MVP conversation. Like, you put yourself in that elite category. You put yourself in the – how do – I mean, you put yourself in the category of guys with a Super Bowl as a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, yeah. it's not a huge. It's not a, it's not a huge class. Yeah. yeah, it's not a it's not a long list at all. Yeah, it's like you think about it, it's like these. There's so much respect for guys like, you know, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert, Dak Prescott, and it's like none of these motherfuckers got a Super Bowl. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But Purdy, if he wins, Purdy, I mean, he's he got a Super it. Bowl. He's got that leg up yeah. on. All of those guys, and uh, I think it. it uh, people don't realize in the moment, and I think you know as you get older, as a football fan, you you learn to appreciate the special teams. Yeah, not not the special, but the special teams. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> but you you learn to uh, to really appreciate those those special moments because once you win that one, even if you only win one Super Bowl, you are immortalized in the yep. annals. Of football lore, you are immortalized. Yep. You will never be forgotten because yep. because it's so hard to win that game, and it takes yep. so much shit going right for you. And if you're able to pull it off, you're gonna always be remembered. It's like it's like what really what what uh like the guy that stands out to me is Doug Williams, the first black quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl, and yep. for it was like I think it was in the '88. Maybe, or I don't know. It was like back in the 80s. But he wasn't like a superstar. He wasn't great. But yeah. he was able to win a, a, a um, starting quarterback position. And he took that team all the way to the to uh, the Super Bowl and won it. And, yeah. you know, never really made any noise after that. But guess what? We all remember him because he was not only was he the first black quarterback, but he, you know, he got the, the job done. Yep. And so... Think it's, about uh, guys like uh, Nick Foles. I mean, he yeah. never really had a career, didn't have a career afterwards, but one run, one magical. Super Bowl MVP, magical run, and you are you got a statue in Big downtown Dick Philadelphia Nick. right beside Rocky Balboa. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's what this stuff means. You're talking about the pinnacle of American sports. So you go out and win this. And Mahomes, they'll have a fucking 50 – foot gold statue of him one of these days i'm yeah. telling you he's gonna He'll be his, opening the gates yeah he's gonna he's gonna own the kansas city chiefs one day probably <laughs> probably Wouldn't they'll probably just him. ask him to to just sit up in the box and watch every game as he gets old i could just see him there, i like could Thanos. see him being a great gm oh yeah 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 he knows how to make like a team work. I can like you can tell he's got the right idea for guys that fit a scheme and a style. Like I know a lot of quarterbacks think that they could GM and you see guys do it, you know, Elway and I'm I'm forgetting the other one. That was a big name one. Um you see, I mean both the Harbaugh's done it, but like they get into this coaching field and I think a lot of them realize you know, it's not the same as being under center. Right, you know, it's a yeah. whole different realm, atmosphere, having to control all the little pieces and parts and manage all of that. So, 
But I could see Mahomes being the guy that does it, especially with the pool he will have in Kansas City for the rest of his time. Yeah. The guy has so much money, and he'll never have to spend a dollar the rest of his life. He can right. walk into the whatever restaurant and be like, can I get a cheese type? <laughs> with ketchup? <laughs> <laughs> All right, last thing. Last thing I'm going to say about Mahomes, because I know we've been riding his dick the whole fucking episode. But and this is something they talked about on Pardon My Take. It would have been really easy for him to throw his receivers under the bus. It would have been really easy for him to talk shit about his receivers to the media and say, well, I'm playing my ass off. I'm getting the ball where it needs to be. They're just dropping it. But that was never – he never gave anybody a soundbite, not even anything close to that. He always took the high road, took the – being a team player, you know – uh, even though his team led the league in drops, you know, it was more about he he deflected and put more attention on the referees. And that's why he took a lot of flack. It's because he seems like a, he seemed like a crybaby to a lot of people because he's complaining about the refs, even though, you know, Kansas City does have the reputation of getting all the calls now. And so yeah. it's kind of like he took all the shots and all the bullets for his receivers. He stood in front. And to me, that's what a fucking great leader does. It's like, I'm not going to blame them. It'd been, everybody knows what the problem is. They can't catch yeah. the ball. I don't, yeah. I don't need to be the one that comes out and says it, you know, because yeah. everybody else knows it. So I'm going to say something to try to divert everybody's attention away from them and put it on me. And yeah. so, I mean, that to me, that is just one of the greatest feats of leadership in a long time that I've noticed. Yeah, respect him 100% for how he carries himself and how he acts. And, I mean, dude's a leader. I'm done glazing him, but dude's a leader. It's going to be a hell of a Super Bowl, hell of a weekend, the whole weekend, February 11th, 6.30, CBS, for everybody that is looking to watch, be in, you know, all eyes on the commercials, be all eyes on Taylor Swift, be all eyes on the game. Enjoy this last one. And for all you haters out there, that want to say, oh, this is this season sucked. This season was a waste because we ended up with Kansas City and San Francisco in the Super Bowl. Man, screw you. We saw the we saw the brand new Lions almost go to the Super Bowl, something that's never been done. We saw CJ Stroud have a historic rookie season. We saw uh, you know, on the same token, we saw uh D'Amico Ryans have one of the best rookie NFL uh, head coaching debuts of all time. We saw, you know, there was so much shit to to revel about, and you just want to focus on the fact that Patrick Mahomes is back in the Super Bowl. Man, get a life, yep. dude. Get a get life. Get a life. I will say it is weird that 2020 it was Kansas City and 49ers. It was Joe Biden, Donald Trump. Yeah. And then we're getting it again. Let's all pray that we don't have another global pandemic a month after the Super Bowl. Yeah, that would be shitty. All right, Murph, you ready to get on out of here? You got anything else you want to add on? Uh, Go Cats. Cats by 90. Cats by 90. We'll see. We'll see how the Cats get going. March Madness is coming. We're about a month and a half out. Baseball is getting close. Aside from that, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you watch us on YouTube. Share us with your friends. Tell your grandma about us. Help her find the navigate, the subscribe button. All the more, all the better. Join our Discord if you're a gamer. Go play Power Worlds. It's the greatest game ever made. Thank you. We love you. Peace.
Peace. Peace.